For much of written history, world events followed charted routes. Oracles and seers mapped out the future in the stars above, and their prophecies always gave a reliable view of the ages to come. Until a god died a century ago. No one saw that coming, and now the old prophecies are failing. Oracles go mad and seers desperately try to account for the loss of the future. While some cry out that the world is at an end, they've been doing so for a hundred years now, and the world is still here. It's just unclear where things are going. The future of Galarian is open, ready to receive the triumphs and failures of a new generation of heroes. Welcome to Rise of the Rune Lords. One year ago, the fledgling Magnamar Lodge, opened by venture captains Kivian and Sheila Heidmark, attracted the attentions of the Pathfinder Society by leading and subsequently bidding on an ancient Thessalonian artifact, a rune-carved key dredged from the nearby waters. This caused the society to attract the attention of cultists devoted to the little-known Thessalonian goddess Lasala, whose worship was long thought abandoned. In response to the mysterious and disturbing resurgence, Pathfinder agents have spent much of the year unraveling the secrets of the enigmatic cult. While these investigations began as mere curiosities, it became apparent that Lasala's disciples maintained many active churches throughout Varegia. Even more threatening, her disciples were near completion of a complex plot to release a terrible evil upon the world by waking Lasala's last high priest, Lord Kroon, Rune Lord of Sloth. Kroon stands as the cult's savior, for prophecies hail him as the one being who might call the attention of the vanished goddess back to Galarian. You will begin the scenario in the Magnamar Lodge, answering summons to Venture Captain Sheila Hydemark. You will be walking into her office at the very beginning, and the scene will begin being described right there. So. Very good, very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As, uh, you know, everyone's kind of filing in whatever else, I'll probably see a, a half-elf in some fairly shiny plate with a uh, well-polished shield in hand and bright, fiery phoenix-like wings just kind of floating above the ground, entering the, the lodge. Don't everyone else just, you know, speak up? Yeah, it's about to make you some more comment. There's also wandering around saying hello to various people. A small vine leshy, for those perhaps not familiar with this. A construct made almost entirely from plant material. In this case, vines. Roughly humanoid in shape. Forearms, no nose on the face. Wears some glasses that are held on by a band around the back of the head and wide brim hat and explorer garb but with the clothing textures and patterns almost like somewhere between forest camo and as though it were made of actual leaves or anything like that 
pseudo ghillie suit esque. Yeah, yeah. A better way to describe it might be an explorer's outfit. So like thick, tough clothing, but made out of some sort of plant material rather than regular clothing. Lots of hemp. Hmm? Very obviously that it's constructed with at least a layer of leaves or something after it. Okay, so not like woven plant materials like yeah. cottons and hemp and whatnot, but like... Yeah. So okay. he basically looks like a giant walking shrub. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a shrubbery? <laughs> oh, I can't resist. No, a doctor. Hmm. As he's mentioning the doctor coming, clinking in through the door as close to the wall as possible is about a three and a half to four foot tall, dark green skin, very long eared fellow in what looks to be like bright red and gold tinted chainmail, carrying a torch while looking like he's trying to sneak into the room is a goblin. Closely after that, walking slowly in, carrying full plate armor, and on the hilt of the sword is a, a symbol of a, a storm cloud with a lightning bolt coming out of it. And walking in is a four foot seven Tengu with, uh, you know, plumage is black with uh, specks of gray to show the age, and eyes are black with some burgundy embers. And he settles in one of the corners of the room, watching everything. Shortly after him follows a quite skinny human-looking woman with a somewhat pale white skin and dark hair and dark eyes. And she is carrying a tray with... All the paraphernalia you can possibly need to have a good cup of tea. And uh, she's wearing what we would call a kimono and obi. But she's protecting that, of course, with an apron. She nods shyly as she puts down the tray on the table and serving tea. As you've entered into the office, uh, Venture Captain Sheila Hydemark is waiting quietly in this rather crowded study. At the far end of the room stands Venture Captain Ambrose Valson alongside a masked figure whose features are concealed by a dark robe and heavy cowl. There is an additional half dozen agents, just other pathfinders, that are lining the wall, facing the walls themselves, and are concentrating and casting various spells that appear to be wardings to prevent eavesdropping. Sheila motions to a small sideboard bearing refreshments before leaning over a small table laden with Thessalonian relics. Ambrose Valston steps forward and says, yeah. My fellow Pathfinders, as you can see, the task that lies ahead transcends the interests of Magnamar's increasingly esteemed lodge. 
It's a mission that will affect the entire Pathfinder society and merits the direct attention of the Decemvirate. The hooded figure behind Venture Captain nods in a silent agreement and then gestures for Valston to continue. Over the past year, we've received increasing concerning reports from this region that Lasallans have plans in motion to revive Kroon, the Rune Lord of Sloth, and one of the most powerful wizards of ancient Thessalon. We have set out our own plans and have put them in motion to keep him in check if the Lasallans succeed. But Sheila Hydemark has an ambitious plan regarding this threat. He nods and steps back to cede the briefing to his colleague. Sheila takes over, adding, Oh God, I gotta do the voice. <clears throat> Here it I'm comes. Do it. Do it. Do it. I, I can't find it. Better start looking. Mm. <laughs> <In a moment. laughs> Clearing my throat. Uh, We've recently acquired these refuge tokens in their command woods. When broken, the tokens will take a handful of agents directly to Kroon's sanctuary. If he has yet to revive, do whatever you can to ensure he never does. If he does awaken... Pray that he isn't conscious too much, you know, that he's still dazed and addled. And can't command his full power. Whatever it takes, end the threat to Varesia permanently. She then motions to the other relics on the table. The society has recovered Thessalonian relics. Perhaps some through your own deeds? I don't know and don't care. We don't keep track. And I would rather they be in your hands as you face Kroon. They'll do as little good in a museum if the Rune Lord returns. Once you defeat him, take a special care to recover his two artifacts, a dragon tooth spear and the rune scrubbed rod. Once you're ready, I'll show you how to use the rune forged tokens. Do you have any questions? Oh my god. Uh, yes, uh, Captain Hyde. Is that Hydemark? Yes. Captain Hydemark, <coughs> um, may may I ask Pardon. where you got these? I just told you. Pathfinder agents brought them in. Maybe you did. I don't know. I don't keep track. Why do you care? Shut up. Ask a real question. <laughs> How do you know these things work? If they're Thessalonian, they're ancient. She shrugs and just kind of wobbles her head a little while making a confused gesture. Try them. I, I don't know. I'm not the magic expert on the trinkets. That's someone else. I was just told these work. And they hand them over. I mean, there's one for each of you. She's handing them out of there on like a tray or display or something? Yeah, they're just on top of the desk in front of you. It was Barmy's character that was trying to sneak along the wall, right? Yes, as he's moving forward towards the I guess, plate or display of these things. He's going to attempt to grab whatever one's in the middle. As he starts to move forward, he hears a voice from like maybe a foot or two away from him against the wall. Do we have any idea how many people are involved in this ritual trying to bring him back? It's a whole cult. It's a lot of people. 
<clears throat> the goblin in his red and gold chainmail now unnerved from the sudden voice behind him where he thought was a wall is going to quickly grab one of his devices and get back to the wall and start tinkering with it. Just wanted to check that speaking doesn't. No, it's only like making an attack that breaks that. So yeah, none of you rolled high enough. Uh-huh. Quell, you do know that someone else is in the room, but you don't know where. You heard the voice, but you cannot pinpoint where it came from. Yeah, you'll just see a confused look on Quell looking around. Wow, okay. I don't know where exactly we're ending up. Don't know how many people we'll have to deal with once we get there. That sounds about par for the course and about the usual level of fun. All right. I'm not a mouth echo. That's not my voice. I know it's coming from over here, but it ain't me. You mentioned there's a dragon spear and a rune forged rod in this uh, place. I did. Are there any other dangers or any other parties that have tried to go there yet? No, you'll be the first. What an honor. You mentioned supplying artifacts. Aside from the transportation ones, what else are you supplying? Nothing. Just just these. Oh. My misunderstanding, then. Sorry. I've been told we have extra tokens elsewhere that are being used for other plans. This is all you've been allocated. So, not the budget for it, then. Got it. Out of curiosity, the sense motive that was rolled, was that on the voice that you can't see? Uh, no, it it wasn't you. Okay. I was just making sure, because it was about yeah. the time I was talking. What are you trying to gain insight on, Joe? If there is any hidden agenda, and if it is, what is? There most certainly probably, most likely is. What it is, you're not sure. But you're also very used to the Pathfinders working in this way of giving you the bare minimum information needed to complete an objective and next to no support, tools, funding, or anything else of the like. Yeah, and if shit (laughs) hits the fan, I'm on my own. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the secretary will disavow all knowledge. The message will self-destruct into five seconds. Yes. <laughs> so, Standard um, Pathfinder fair. Yes. <laughs> I was a bit distracted looking at this this uh, little rock here. How are we getting where we need to go again? When you're ready, I'll show you how to activate your refugee token to teleport you immediately to the sanctum. Or wherever it'll take you. Temple... Cultist dungeon? Ooh, that'd be spicy. How do we get back? Ambrose steps forward and goes, Uh, (laughs) Great question. Uh, The tokens do have a minor enchantment that tracks where they're triggered, so I have good reason to believe that you'll be able to return. Pay careful attention to what your refugee token looks like before you break it. You might need it. To come back. Maybe. He just smiles bigly and looks around at you slightly nervously. That's the motive. Yeah. He's not sure it'll work to bring you back. He thinks this might be a one-way trip. Good luck. Yeah. I could say I'm surprised, but I'd be lying. The Everlight will be with us. 
Everybody got food? Rations, you know, in case we're stuck there for a while. I got a bit of supplies that'll help me out, like, you know, if we had to camp under stars and stuff. It sounds like we're going to be inside. Ideally, you'll be inside. There's no guarantee where you're going to go. We have identified several cultist layers across Varesia. When I'm rolling that, I was meaning to roll for, like, seeming like a religious cult or just the Thessalonian rune lord type cult. I'm rolling like garbage. Wow. Cool. She's referring to the Lasallan cults that are attempting to resurrect Rune or bring him back or something. From the info that you've been given so far, you're not quite sure. And it doesn't sound like they are either. Do you have any uh, intelligence or information on what this Kroon is capable of or anything like that? The cloaked man that hasn't said anything yet gestures at the other two and begins speaking. The Master of Scrolls speculates that harnessing as much runic magic as Kroon supposedly can uh, would require a very powerful foci. If you can identify what these are and disrupt them, Kroon might lose his greatest weapon. Uh, if you cannot find such foci, your battle will be all that harder. Uh, do not fail. Well, that sounds easy enough, I guess. Uh, find it, break it, burn it. I assure you, we will not. I'll look around my companions beside me. Do any of you know anything about this, Kroon? Or what these cults are capable of? What would be a proper religion for that? I mean, a proper knowledge for that? History, arcane, or religion. Is this a pick your highest thing? It's the only one I'm educated in. So I probably would be maybe something about the cult. Yeah. I'm guessing this might give us different information based on the skills. Those of you that uh, are checking religion, you expect to encounter clerics and or other religious zealots of some form, maybe even monks. Who knows? They might have the power of a god behind them, such as divine spellcasting abilities, but... This god is not supposed to have been in Galarian or maybe even be alive anymore. It's very enigmatic. You're not really aware of what domains they might be attuned to or anything along those types of lines. The Knowledge Arcana, the mention of runic magics, that means very powerful wizard. I will emphasize the uh, very powerful wizard since... I think I'm the only one that rolled Arcana. Mm-hmm. And no one did a history check. Nope. Yes. I apologize. My educations have been limited. But all I can imagine is, is that those of the cult discretion might be utilizing divine magics. Potentially. Hmm? Maybe of a false god. Hmm? Well, you've just made a history check and uh, mm. got a 10. Yeah. You know next to nothing other than Thassalon existed a long, long ass time ago. And there was a mention of a rune lord, which sounds like somebody who was 
a lord of something or other. Probably runes. That's probably not great. Yes, lord of runes. Yes, that's right. Well, good thing here somebody <laughs> knows about them. Speaking of runes and stuff, runes can sometimes be traps. Anyone here proficient in dealing with such matters? I'm more proficient in avoiding them. No, sadly not. The short, wary goblin will try and look around, trying to figure out where that voice keeps coming over his shoulder from again. Okay, so just me then. Oh dear. Oh dear. He's not going to like dealing with that. Oh well, never mind. Where is, where is that voice coming from? Am I crazy? Am I talking another voice? Maybe you are. Oh my, I'm being visited by Sarah. Woo! It's a good day. We gotta bring the light. Right. Anyway, this was framed to me as someone needed to be taken out, and well, it's kind of my specialty, so here I am. <laughs> In a matter of speaking, yes, there you are. As you see, Ambrose, looking around the room, trying to find where the voice is coming from. No, not in a manner of speaking. I'm right here. Where? In the time it takes him to say that, the voice is coming from another part of the room. I just told you I'm right here. Ah, uh, yes. Wonderful. Only the, the best pathfinders for the job. The voice comes from right behind him. What can I say? I'm good at what I do. <laughs> Very. Wonderful. Splendid. Well, it will definitely come in handy. Any other questions? Many. Not relevant to this, though. Good luck. Don't fail. Yes. Do not fail. Yes, yes. No, no, no failing. Uh-huh. One of the stones lifts off the table. Is there an extraction team going to be sent in if we don't check in after a while? This must be your first time. Far from it. Then you should know the answer to that question. Let's just not fail. The Decemberate has contingencies for just such an outcome. But I am sure that with you leading the charge, we will end this threat today. Probably. <laughs> Blessings of the sun upon you, and I will take a token. How high is the table that they're on? It's on the top of a small table. So, maybe two feet. Oh, okay. Two and a half-ish. Yeah, the, the leshy comes forward. It has to, like, go up on tiptoes to actually reach over the top of the table, but pick something up. Well, I imagine we might be going into hostile territories. All right. What was your first clue? As he's reaching into his bag and he's pulling out a large shield that is mostly three quarters his size and goes, I'm me being in this office. is usually my first clue that I'm going to be doing something hostile. Generally, me being around anybody is usually pretty hostile, actually. And it's life for me. This is normal. Hostile is normal. But everybody can be redeemed. Right. 
Hmm. Hmm. This this group wouldn't happen to include any druids, would it? No, didn't think so. Never mind. Oh well. Would you be surprised if it did? It would mean that someone here is dressing very unconventionally for a druid. So yes, I would be very surprised. Somebody? No. No. Can't be. No, no. You couldn't possibly be a druid. Too much metal. Correct. Quell motions for everyone else to uh, grab a token ahead of him. The one that had lifted off the table is kind of turning in the air a little. Are you all ready? Cho takes one token as she puts her tea set back on the tray. I will simply nod. The cup that had floated off it would have been returned to the tray before the stone was picked up. Thank you. Yes, indeed, madam. And Quell takes the token. You've all completed your preparations, notified your next of kin. I mean... Oh, we can't be happy with people dying. That's not on. Uh, the, the usual spiel. I'm sure you'll succeed. N no question. In my mind at all. You're the best and the brightest that were available. I will drink a potion right before we snap or activate the tokens. All right, everybody, when you're ready, you just snap the token. I don't think there's any words. They didn't tell me there's any words to say. You just break it. What do the tokens look like out of character? They look like wooden coins. They got a buffalo on one side and the other has a picture of some guy's face. I will look at my token, take a uh, mental snapshot of it because we were told to pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. Drink my potion and snap the thing. Okay. Yeah, there was text on the side underneath the face that says round to it. Really? <laughs> this is a joke game, man. Yeah, really. Okay, yeah. So we are now getting round to it. Okay. Yep. I suppose we have been putting this off for a long time. As you break it, you immediately teleport in to the area. A small ziggurat emerges from the southern wall in this tomb-like stone chamber. Most of the structure's blocks are simple, but precisely cut stone blocks. But in several places, petrified humans, too finely sculpted to have been carved, shoulder the burden of the blocks above with guard backs and hands. A short, deep flight of steps ascends the northern face to a second tier. And to the east and west are two sets of steps that lead to the ziggurat's apex 20 feet above the ground, falling short of the 30-foot-tall ceiling. God, and staring right upon us! And I cast Bless. The Leshy begins drinking various potions as well. So for the next 11 minutes, everyone will have plus one on attack rolls and saves against fear. Plus one? Plus one, yeah. Bless, tiny, but it does a thing. Well, if you're close by, my plus four will override that because they're both morale bonuses. For fear, too? Yep. Ah, I feel Sarah blessings already stronger than I could have imagined. Now that they're out of the office, the effect ends. Standing next to you is about 5'11". Can't really see much of them. They're 
in a full black outfit, hood, face mask. Oh, you can see our glowing yellow eyes looking out from it. A pair of swords on their back. As he's been drinking various potions, this slushy has also been visibly transforming. Bark has been growing on the vines that make up his body. He's grown slightly taller, broader. The face has become more angular. And the mouth now has obvious teeth. One of his arms has become whip-like. Another two have grown what look to be claws of some sort made of some sort of sharpened wood or something along those lines. His body. And he growls. The other aura I give off is against negative levels, ability or attacks that grant negative levels, and saves to overcome them. Everyone else gets a plus two morale against that within 10 feet. So your morale bonus aura is plus four? Plus four within 10 feet, yeah. It's the aura of courage. Nice. And then... So, all saves or just fear? Just fear. There is one more aura I can activate later. That's basically protection against evil, but at a higher bonus. It's at a plus five. That one, when I activate it, will be a 20-foot aura. Okay. So, shall we introduce ourselves? The pet dogs. Well, I guess that's things danger things. I'm Strox the Dan. I'm from the Southern Rockport Saren Ray Church. Mostly their basement when they let me out or send me to do things like this. I'm here to ensure that you are not cleansed by the fires of evil. Hmm. Saying that a sect of Saren Ray holds you prisoner? No, they let me live in the basement. I didn't have anywhere else before that. It's great. I got a bed, a bunk. I got food, meals, and they teach me how to do stuff. And some things they don't teach me. But it was that or die. I think I had a pretty good choice. Welcome to Her Light's Blessings. You may call me Leo. Well, thank you, Leo. You can call me Ally or Strox or Green Dude. Or, or whatever. Just just don't call me enemy. That's bad. Did we see something just appear in this room? No, not just appear. You're noticing at the top of the pyramid, at the apex, coiled around it is the figure that I posted in art. It looks like a six-winged uh, statue of a snake lady? My rolls are on point today. Oh, can I identify this? What would that be? It looks similar to the statuette of the idolization of Lasala, but the Lasalan statuette, while it looks very similar to this, instead of having that head, the woman's face, normally that's just a rune, the Sahedrin star, instead of where the head is. It's not quite the Lasallan statuette. As you're all looking at this statue, 
as it's drawn your attention away from your discussions. You think maybe it's drawn your attention because it feels like it's watching you. You just have that preternatural sense that you're being observed. Mm. Uh, detect magic. When you detect magic, everything lights up very brightly. You can't really see anything. You are dazed. You are being watched. I can't see. That's too much magic. I turn it off. Stop focusing. It's hard. The lights are so pretty. I will turn off my detect magic. What in the world was that? It's all areas. It's magical. Like, so much light in this room. Leo will take a step forward and see if it does anything. Sword and shield in hand. The statue that's coiled around the apex of this pyramid turns its head and looks at you and gives a half smile as you approach it. I would like to scan the immediate area for any indication of traps or anything like that. What kind of smile was that? Was it like, I'm gonna eat you smile, or I'm so happy to see you smile? Both? Hi, Leo. I think it likes you in the bad way. Welcome to test my resolve. And he'll take another step forward. You're trying to climb a pyramid. Oh. With these steps. Well. Is it like beveled or straight? It is a pyramid. He is perpetually flying. Oh. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, sorry, should have described earlier, the Leshy also grew wings as part of his transformation. Sorry, missed that detail. Dr. Pierre. You do detect a trap, but it's magical in nature. Does that matter? No, I can still disarm those. Okay. You are aware that the southern half of this pyramid and beyond in this chamber is warded with an alarm spell. Do not stray too far. There are magical wardings nearby. Uh, beg your pardon, what? Somebody has set an alarm. Doesn't sound good. As they're mentioning the a traps and not sounding good, Strox is going to move back and forth to the left side and right side of the three that are still down here near him. And he's going to cast Resist Energy Communal on the four of us that are still at the lower section of the pyramid where he can't fly because he can't fly. And that is going to be approximately 30 minutes for each of us of resist energy fire for each of us. Looking at this uh, creature, Leo will simply say... What manner of guardian are you? It looks at you blankly as if it doesn't understand and then casts a spell. What spell? It casts tongues. I'll say again, what manner of guardian are you? A contracted one. 
called to service for my mistress. Lothala? There's a nod. Will you prevent our entry to this place? Prevent? No. Have you prove or feed? Did someone catch that last part? I didn't. Sounded like have you prove or deed. I'm not sure. Feed. Feed. Can I say feed like it's hungry? Yes. Feed. Prove or feed. What do you eat? Outsiders. (sighs) When speaking with tongues, everyone can understand you, right? Yes. Okay. Does anyone have any outsiders uh, they could summon for our friend? Assuming we are friends. Well, I'm pretty sure it ain't talking about us. I mean, that's by by God. Obviously, it's not talking about us. It's talking about something else. She is scanning over you visually, trying to identify if any of you are outsiders. None of you are outsiders, are you? Native or otherwise? Um. You mean like Asthamar and Tieflings? Technically, yes. Yes, like exactly like Astamar and Tieflings. Tieflings, yes, and Sylphs. If any of you are uh, of an outsider type, she will be paying a particular focus to you. That that includes Sylphs, so. Hmm. Well, gotta check. Yeah. Trying to avoid eye contact. How many of you are outsiders exactly? Not it. Hi. I'm going to go out on a limb and say all of them. No. I'm I'm a construct, technically. I fall under humanoid, so... Also humanoid. Also, for clarity, since it may matter, Cho is both outside the native and human. So they are an outsider. Yep. They are technically an outsider, but appearance-wise, they are human. Appearance doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, we don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> Appearance doesn't matter and size doesn't matter. I'm assuming this is a divination effect. Or equivalent. A special ability it's got that just... Because it hunts and feeds on them or whatever. But yeah, anyway. So it casts tongues, right? So I can understand what it's saying. Yep. Zezzer's just staring back at this thing evenly. His head's tilted a little bit. He hasn't said anything. He's just watching it. Will you prove or feed? How do we feed? And how do we prove? Both approach. Well, I'll tell you right now, I'm not feeding anything. I will approach. You will. I will not. I will deal with something. And he begins moving forward towards the area where the alarm is. I'm going to come up there and see what you mean by approved, because I don't taste good, and I know you're going to me. I got some food, though, maybe. 
Is there a climb check to get up? It's considered difficult terrain to traverse. Oh, okay. Unless you're going orthogonally. Any attempts to climb or descend is difficult terrain. Staying on your level is fine. These squares are five foot? Yes. Five foot difficult. Boom, boom. Okay, yeah. I'll move to there. Being parallel with Leo. To feed. Sacrifice. To me. Yourself. <laughs> to prove. Sacrifice yourself. To me. Well, I'll tell you right now, I don't think my folks would be very happy if I sacrificed myself to a snake thing. That's not really much my thing. But you could sacrifice yourself to the light and join us. Granted, you might end up staying in the basement too at some point, because... <laughs> People are going to get nervous around you. <laughs> You're kind of ugly. My purpose is Lasala only. I have searched for Lasala for so long. You can bring Lasala. Lasala's time has passed. Heresy. Lasala is eternal. I am undying. Facts of eternity. Leo will keep talking to it to give uh, our viney friend here time to try to deal with the trap. How long have you been here exactly? Days. All right, Dr. Fier. Yeah. As you disable the trap in this creature's distraction, as soon as you finish disabling it, it's aware of what you've done. Its full focus snaps to you. Hey, now. You leave the plant alone. He just grins. You will prove. And I'll prove first. I'm not sacrificing for you. I sacrifice for Saren Ray. Nobody else. This Sala be damned. He just looks at it and growls. All right. That's initiatives. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. That's what I get for trying to protect a flammable object. Did my intimidate succeed? Was oh, that what you were trying to do? Yes. Very much. Let's find out. That needs to... Wow. Beat what? That again? Did not do what I wanted it to. Intimidate to demoralize. DC the check is 10 plus the target's hit dice plus the target's wisdom modifier. If successful, they're shaken for one round. Duration increases by one round for every five by which I beat the DC. All right, so hit die. Let's see here. So 10 plus hit die. Plus wisdom modifier. Plus wisdom modifier. Okay. That did not succeed. Okay. Good to know. I repeat, your 31 did not succeed. Yep. All right. I think I got this to fix now. Yes, there it goes. 
Would identifying this creature be in Knowledge Planes? It would be. Okay. <laughs> 31 <laughs> fails. Concern. <laughs> uh-huh. do, yeah, do we take care Rightfully of that now? So. Or do we... Yeah, let, let's uh, go ahead and do your identifications before we get into the full initiative. <laughs> no. All right. You just barely identify this creature known as Karushu, the Undying. It is a lawful evil, large outsider of the evil extraplanar and lawful types. You get one question. Immunities. None. Perfect. Okay. Would anyone else like to attempt to identify this creature? I am not trained. Not with that knowledge. I cannot. Is there a religion check tag to that? <laughs> I will allow it. Religion? Motherfucker! Nat 20 on your religion. Very nice. You identify with a DC needed of 23. So you'll oh. get three questions, I believe. And Leo gets and one. And Leo just identifies nice. this It is or would be considered a herald of Lasala, Karushu the Undying. That is why you can use religion to identify it. So seeing it as the herald of Lasala, um, what kind of questions do we want to ask here? We don't have enough questions for ecology. Uh, so <laughs> it has no immunities. We've already covered. Resistances? Cold. Electricity, fire, sonic, and spell. I'll throw that in for free. I just get the types. I don't, like, get the amounts at all or anything. Oh, no. No, you don't get amounts. I'm not that generous. Oh, fuck. Anybody else got a good suggestion on questions here? DR. Besides resistances, would DR be under that, or would that DR be under another thing? Yeah, DR exists. And you need both cold iron and magic to get through its DR. It must be both. Huh. Okay. Any other suggestions and questions? Special attacks or special defenses would be mine. I'll take the uh, special defenses and leave you the special attacks that that's we have left. Gotta find out what I can do. <laughs> special attacks, you said, huh? Uh, I said defenses. Oh, defenses. Special defenses. None. Special attacks? Constrict and power surge. What's that power surge do? Three times per day as a swift action, the Herald can increase the DC of her next spell-like ability by that, uh, cast that round by two. Nice. I will share this with the group. Having pretty well identified this Herald, how against my deity does the Strox feel. Well, you are a worshiper of Saren, right, correct? Correct. Yeah. Who is lawful good or neutral good? Uh, neutral good. Neutral good. Alright, you are opposed in the good evil sense, but otherwise, no. Well, we definitely already had, tried to have the redeeming conversation, but that ain't gonna happen. Oh no. Redemption can take years, my little friend. Redemption is a commitment. 23 out of 36. How many questions would that have given Strux? 
Because you asked three. I, I wasn't three. sure. It would have been three. One for okay. succeeded, and then another one for every five. So. I was thinking there might have been another one, but I, I wanted to be positive before I gave a free question away. Nope, that's all. I think that we asked all of ours because I asked for. He asked immunities, I asked resistances, defenses, and special defenses, and then he asked special attacks. I think that's all of our questions. Yep. Onward. Yes. All right. Zizu. <laughs> you are first to act. As you see this creature, notice the alarm break <laughs> and begin to take action against that. Well, I can't ignore that DR. Now, question about acrobatics, because I know this is a pyramid. Mm-hmm. Now, if I were to want to go, say, from here to there, I don't know if Strax is going to count as threatening. So I don't know if that would give me flanking. From my position, you'd have to be on the polar opposite side entirely. Yeah. Well, 30 feet is within my movement, but it's the three-dimensional terrain aspect of it that's, well, I have ways around DC for jumping. If you want a delay, I can fly around it, and then you can just move up to the front here. Yeah, but I want to go for cool. <laughs> also, if you would delay, you would forego the flat-footed. Yeah, because right now you don't even need to flank because it's after you. True. All right, now... But if you could just throw a bunch of shurikens at it. Yep. I could do that. Be outrageous. Still not the level of cool I want. Now... Oh my god. With, with <laughs> what I have... Embrace the edge. Cut yourself. Well, first, what would the acrobatics check I would need to get to land there be? You would need a minimum of a 15 to not worry about the difficult terrain stuff. Okay, cut that in half. Uh-huh. So that would be... That. I mean, my bonus is enough to make that, so... Take 10? Yeah. Before doing that, swift action, poof. Yeet. Well, that would be standard, so I wouldn't be able to attack just yet. I do still lose the flat foot, but I'm in position to start doing fuck up, fucked up shit. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to get a chance to like roll a perception to see if I can figure out where I just went. Are you invisible? Yes. Okay. Do you have anything that blocks scent? Because I have blind sense and scent on this creature. Check one thing. All right. That's a good thing to know for the next time we do a check is senses will be one of my questions or whoever's got questions I have rolled a nat 1 and still got a 23 which might be able to pinpoint you with the scent if you are not blocking your smell trying to check because I'm not sure if no trace would count towards it yeah you can make a survival roll it increases the DC to track them using survival also gives plus 1 insight on disguise and on opposed stealth checks Okay, this would be an opposed stealth then, I guess. Oh, well, so, yeah. yeah, no, you're, you, no, no. <laughs> I, I rolled in that one, yes. It's a very low roll. <laughs> I can tell you, you could have rolled a 19 and I'd still be telling you no. Oh, hey, that's cool. 
ninja. Knows where you are, but does not negate the uh, mischances and whatnot from not being able to pinpoint. Mm. Line sense. Yeah, but why go after that when there's just such a bright and entertaining, attractive-looking little red shiny goblin morsel? Yeah, we'll find out what happens. Zizu, you have moved. Are you attacking? Was the acrobatic still just a move? Oh, yeah. That, that was just... Oh! For your single move. All right, then. Uh, let me Acrobatics just... is almost done part and parcel of the move itself. Yep. So this will be with one blade. Oof. That will miss, flat-footed. Yeah. Oh, no, that, that threatens a crit. Nat 20 does hit flat-footed. Roll to confirm. Yeah, I would think. That confirms on a flat-footed. All right, so that would be... Yeah. I'm sure some of that will get through. Is there any type with this, or is it just slashing? Just slashing. Okay. Is that magical at all or anything? Just uh, they're there plus two. So not enough to actually penetrate. Okay. Yeah, a, a good deal of that goes through, you think? It's not as deep as you would have liked, but uh, it's a it's pretty good slash. Yeah, if, if not all of it goes through. Just, you know, put in enough numbers that it'll that some of it will get in there. Yep. Right after you uh, slash this creature, you are no longer invisible, correct? Correct. Or do you have... Okay. It turns and looks at you and says, You may have bled me, mortal, but Kroon has mastered the rune of armor and your blades shall never pierce his flesh. Alacrity bestows him with a sixth sense, which he anticipates intentions and actions. Still, other runes feed him divine powers, strengthening his body and mind, as well as assuring him immortality. And then we'll do a full attack on you. It's quite a thing for glowing eyes to glaze over. Um, but they do he's before the attack he just says my god you talk a lot this will be two slams and a tail slap slam one slam two oh nat 20 Mm -hmm. confirming on the second slam and tail slap that misses all right so two slams one of which is a crit this is going to be very bad for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. First part of the slam, just basic damage. Mm-hmm. And then, as its slam hits and you connect with its flesh, you feel your intelligence being drained away from you. Drained. Not damaged. Drained. Okay. Lose nine points of intelligence. Holy Neat. fuck! The hell? Is there a save for that? That doesn't sound good. There is not. Neat. That leaves me at one. Oh! Hey! Jeez. Still up! <laughs> That's good. Unfortunately, that drops you to animalistic intelligence. Mm-hmm. You are acting on instinct only, muscle memory, etc. Mm-hmm. That's super not great. For you. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, at least you're still alive. Quell. Yeah. 
Is the crit damage in there? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, each slam only does 1d4, but the crit doubles one of those d4s. So instead of 2d4, it's 3d4 on the crit. Wicked. Yeah. It was extra bad. The damage flat is 1d6 plus 5. So that was manageable. It, it's that int drain that is super rough. Question, is that mm-hmm. kind of permanent drain? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drain. Yeah. Okay. So drain only comes in permanent. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Damage can be healed with like just normal rest and whatnot. And heal. The spell heal. <laughs> yeah. Drain requires restoration. All right. I'll step forward. And let's see. Are you doing that acrobatically to avoid an attack of opportunity? Oh, yeah. I forgot the whole pyramid thing. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead and roll acrobatics then. All right. You need a 15 or better. Oh, my God. That's a nat one. Of course it is. Okay. So that's going to be a slam on you. Mm-hmm. That'll hit you. Yeah, that hits me. Which will deal 1d6 plus 5 points of damage and d4 of intelligence drain. Three points of intelligence gone. Oh, jeez. That puts me at seven. Legit straight up, I was not expecting this much ability damage. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm prepared for damage, not drain, personally. You're going after a rune lord. (laughs) Difficulty should have been expected. Well, as a swift action, I'm going to do an honorable stand against this one. Oh. I just need to do what kind of saving throw I have to roll for this. I just noticed there's a scaling thing for hard mode. Do you want hard mode or do you want with what we're doing right now? Hard. Is what we're doing harder than hard? I can make it harder if you want. Hard. Punch you in the throat. Hard. (laughs) Punch you in the throat, too. Punch me Uh, hard. It says says for hard mode, I remove the weakness on this creature and one of the five negative levels it's under. So that's the thing, huh? (laughs) Yeah, it's currently handicapped. I thought we were doing hard mode since we did the uh, the higher level. Well, no, there's a hard mode on top of that. Oh, God. Yeah, this is an additional adjustment on top of the tier 10 to 11. Pretty disgusting. Yeah, I like it. What were you doing there, Quell? I was using a swift action to uh, do honorable stand. Okay. I just need to figure out what kind of saving throw it wants me to do. Oh, okay. Never mind. I just I just mis- misread it. So, yep. Honorable stand against, against this one, and I'll throw out an attack. Oh, I just noticed the tail has a grab. Give me a moment. Let's see if I grab a, 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 a tiefling. Not a tiefling. Or whatever you are. Yeah. Azezu. Where's the CMB? There it is. Holy shit. Okay. Against your CMD. Does a nat 20 for a 40 <laughs> grab you? Yeah. The nat, <laughs> uh, damn. The nat 20 does it alone, bro. H- how many nat 20s have I rolled already? This is not good. Uh, three? It's fantastic. Three or, three or four. <laughs> Do you have loaded die? Come on, just tell us. Roll 20 apparently loves me today. <laughs> it's got the whole, you know, 
quantum roller bullshit, right? Yeah, it, it's an approved roll. Yep. Nothing I'm doing. The universe is against us. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Square one, baby. Hey, did you find the safe? I misread it. I just need to make an attack. And then if something happens, I'll just refer to the honorable stand info. Ah, okay. So I'll just make attack that now. attack. Yeah. 34. 34 does hit. Less than half of that damage goes through. Okay, it's a, it's a plus two cold iron katana, but I guess it needs to be magical as well. Oh, it, it is a cold iron katana? It's a cold iron. All of that goes through. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, good. And the plus two makes it magical. So. Oh, yeah, right, right. Good. Yeah. Yeah. We're having a great morning, afternoon, evening, <laughs> time zone. You have scratched this creature. Well done. All right. Right as you were about to swing into it, you noticed the uh, slash wound that Zezu gave it had begun closing. Hmm. Already it hasn't even been around. Oh, Zezu went before it. Still hasn't been around yeah. yet. Yeah. Okay. Leo. Leo will activate his divine bond, which is a standard action. Does that provoke? Is no. you are within ten? No, you're you're fifteen out. Are you? No, you are in ten. Okay. And that gives a plus five resistance bonus and plus five deflection bonus to AC. Flap of the wings. Up I go. All right. Five foot step does not provoke. Well done. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Joe. Seeing this creature and what damage it can do, she will use one of her tricks for vanishing and then attack from a distance. All right. Might I also recommend a five foot step to give you a clear shot? Yes. Of course. Also, you, she has the upgraded version of that, so it's improved invisibility. Understood. Oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, Roll20 is being very generous with all the crits. So your first attack wow. is a crit and does confirm. Your rapid shot for it is a crit and does confirm. Your second attack, however, does not hit. Even... Invisible, so denied dex bonus? Correct. Okay. It does not hit flat foot. Hmm. Okay. But that is quite a bit of damage. Totaling up. 160, at least. Jeez. Getting exact total. Minus its DR. So, DR For twice. Two so, yeah. So, if it's... It's a, plus, it's a plus three. Oh, no, it's plus three. Yeah. It counts as cold iron, so it bypasses yep. the DR entirely. Is it natively plus three? It is natively plus three. Cool. For that very reason. I would have gotten plus three, but I wanted two swords. All right. That's a good chunk of damage. Thank you. It is enough to kill this thing. Really? God damn. Yeah, you did 173 points of damage onto it, and it was wounded previously twice. Atepa, what are you doing here? 
As you deal the killing blow to this thing, your star knife throwing out, slitting its throat, the blood splatter spells out a message in Thessalonian runes. Here's the question. Can anyone read that? Yeah. That's why I haven't told you what the message says. (laughs) Out of character, I can't. Nope, I can't. I can't. All right. Those of you that can read the Thessalonian, this message that has been written in the spilled blood of this herald of a god reads, Enjoy your victory, and I shall enjoy mine. In your righteousness, you have sacrificed my life to ensure the rise of another. May Rune Lord Croons skin you alive and use your flesh as the canvas for the scriptures of Lasala's second coming. That's warm and fuzzy. As the thing dies, Zezu just falls over backwards and slides down the side of the pyramid. There is now a goblin chasing down the hill trying to cast restoration on the falling ninja's ankle and flooding away from him. Yeah, you, you just touch him and slide along with while you cast. Never mind my restos. They don't work. I have to wait till after rest and give you an actual restoration or restoration greater. Are you doing light or lesser? Uh, I only prepped lesser because I also prepped cleanse and heal, but cleanse and heal don't work in this situation. Unfortunately. Do you have any spare gold? I I have about 1,500, but I'm not sure what that means for a cleric. I mean, if the money can help this problem, uh, tell me how. (laughs) What are you thinking, scroll? I was actually thinking partially charged wand, but yeah. Spending money to justify having retcon having had a scroll of restoration in your back pocket, if our GM will be lenient. I am a benevolent GM. Yeah, honestly, at this point, having a scroll of restoration is probably the best we can do without changing spell slots, etc. Well, the easiest thing is gold that I wasn't going to use on anything else can become two restorations. And I would suggest doing that. And that will uh, restore all points of permanently drained from a single ability score on both of you. Mm-hmm. All points. No rolls necessary. Mm-hmm. I would suggest it. Yeah. And then I'm going to put a freedom of movement on Zezu. Okay. Just because. Nimbly bimbly go boom. Okay. And then the other one will be on me. Because I'm on the ground. Alright. Let's, let's continue. Is anybody actually hurt for damage? I was. Yeah, me too. But it's not too you bad. You should be able to see everyone's HP bar. Yeah. I do have a sack of lay on hand, so don't feel like you have to be the only one to do some healing. Yeah, I can also do a bunch of stuff. I was, I saw, felt the aura wasn't going to assume Paladin. <laughs> hmm, okay. All right, Leo. 
As you go around the backside of the pyramid there, you see a flight of stairs ascending the north from the stone ziggurat's first tier, terminating in a large stone door. Carved into the door's center is a large seven-pointed star, known as the Sahedron, with a palm-sized disc of blue-green metal inlaid into each point and a handprint embedded in the center. The disc glows softly with a blue-green light, illuminating several runes that surround this handprint. Looking at it, do I get a sense that either the door or the corridor is trapped at all? Uh, Are you rolling a perception for it? I am. One second. Uh, Yeah, you believe that there is a alarm spell on this door. Hmm. Zazu slowly gets back to his feet. Why do I keep taking these jobs? Well, they are being tricky. Putting another alarm. You also can tell that this reinforced stone door is locked, but has no visible hinges or a keyhole. Mm. And each of the metal plates looks to bear a single rune surrounding the handprint. Let us deal with one thing at a time. Perhaps we need to uh, take the plates? Yeah, this tiny plant thing tries to deal with the alarm, so... Okay. Assume I need to be closer to it. Uh, yeah. Because it's on the door. On the door itself, okay. How do you go about disarming this trap? The alarm? Yeah. I'm assuming it would be a magical construct like the previous one. So being able to do rogue things and like poke magic and make it disrupt itself. All right. So as you disable this check, you touch the door and whatnot as you're going about it. And when you touch this door, a secondary trap that you had not detected goes off. I knew it. Yeah. Should have gone with Arcane Trickster. Oh, well. This will be against your Touch AC. Touch AC. Okay. Yes. Does an 18 hit your touch? I don't don't think so. Let me double check. Question. Was this effect put in place by an evil creature? Yes. So would protection from evil apply? No, because it's a trap. No, that misses my touch, AC. Okay. Okay, even in a worst case, it still won't hit. All right. You are not aware that you almost got hit by this trap, because it doesn't affect you. Is it completely invisible? Yes, it is a purely magical trap. You did not have contact long enough or whatever for it to manage to affect you. Yep, okay. Alarm is dealt with, but the door... Hmm. Still locked. Those of you that can read Thessalonian, the runes on these other plates, these metal plates, seem to name the kingdoms of Thessalon. And reading them all, going around, seems to make a phrase, only those who bear the life sign shall pass. Cho, I just saw that you had rolled a perception check. What were you looking for? It was... As you're in the back. If there's anyone coming up from behind, 
but also if I can find any hidden traps. Right. Nope, you don't notice any traps, and you appear to be in a sealed chamber. This door that the others are working on appears to be the only entrance or exit from this area. Well, you never know. One of the runes does look a little odd to you. It doesn't seem to be etched as precisely, but is also deeper than the others. Does anyone know runes? No. Not these. She points at the rune and says, This one looks different, but I don't know runes and I don't know how to interpret them. Being this close to the door, can I see if these plates look like they can be removed? Sure. Is this something that maybe a used magic device might help? I'm not trained, but go for it. I mean, if you can point them out, I could try and take them out of where they go. See if I don't blow myself up. As you uh, go up there to try to pull at one or whatever, I suggest the one that, that looks a little different. I will focus on attempting to remove that one. It's clear that this one has been altered. It is not the same as the others. It is definitely undergone some sort of magic alteration. As you attempt to disable this magical device, that one, you do not get hit by this magical trap that you're interacting with and manage to pull this blue-green metal plate off of its attachment, clearly revealing that however this door works is by magics. And you have disabled it. I broke it. I mean, I fixed it. Maybe. Can you unbreak it? Can I try to open the door? Nah, I think I broke it in the right way. Maybe. Without that rune that was on that plate, the rest of the message reads, only those who bear shall pass. So the rune that Strux is pulled off or whatnot was the one that was indicating signs of life the sign of life but it it was altered which means whatever this inscription originally read what is it that needs to be born bared to pass because sign of life interpretation is definitely incorrect are there other runes around the area that could be put in its place? Like plate-wise? No. Does this plate look like it can be augmented by one of us, maybe? Maybe. If you know how. I mean, it looks like I can change this plate to alter how it affects the door, but I need to know exactly how I need to change it to do so. Does anybody know what this saying something else might affect on the door? Like life is wrong, maybe it's death. 
mean, that's just the first thought that comes to mind. Try it. But what's the rune of death look like? I wish I could help you. You'll know it when you see it, but I'm dish. <laughs> <laughs> Purely on an out-of-character note, given that him removing this has revealed some of the internals of the door, does it look like it's possible to actually bypass that and just override it and open the door? No, that's what I was meaning. Like, it doesn't reveal anything. It's purely magical. Right, okay. Sorry, just wanted to clarify. Yeah, no mechanical things got revealed at all. However this door works, to open, unlock it, etc., it is magical. Who knows runes? Maybe it needs to be hit with a certain school of magic. Well, I hate to tell you, all I got is fire life. I don't think that's what they want. Did you say all you have is fire and life? Give or take. But that's what it said. The life sign. But that looked wrong. Would you please place the plate back on the door? I will put it back, and I guess we will try that. Oh, fuck all. That is not one. You try to just put it back, but it's upside down, and you're not trying to, like, re-enable the magics or anything. You just kind of slap it against the wall. The, the stone door face, right? Wait, that, that don't look right. And as you take your hands away, it just drops to the floor with a clang. That's not how that goes. One, one moment I'm having. This ain't my normal gig. When you release your hands from this plate, since you had touched it and while you were holding on to it, you kind of felt a little queasy. Something wasn't right. Maybe the air was bad something along those lines. But now that you've released it, you feel fine again. Could you give it another try? I think it needs to stay up like the others. It felt real bad, real bad holding that thing, but I'll give it a go. All right, you managed to reaffix it to the door. <laughs> I'll step up and touch the door with the lay on hands. You're channeling, but expending a use of your... Yep. Seeing if some positive energy will do it. As... You touch this plate and channel positive energy into it. The glowing plate begins to glow a little brighter, and there's a little bit of, like, static crackling going on at its edges. Ooh, let me hail. That looks like it's working. Also, you have touched this thing. Does a 24 hit your touch? Oh, my. My touch, Hasty? Yes. Are you insane? I have no idea what your guys' ACs are. 24 may miss, for all I know. It definitely hits. Okay. You feel your life being drained out of you as you're touching this Oh, no, not again. plate. It deals... Oh, no. This is going to be one of those damn PFS traps where we literally just... Because we don't have disabled magic device. <laughs> oh, fuck all. Damn. Now, I don't think it added the plus 50%. That's just a note saying that uh, it does half of that again on top of the die roll. That's rude, my man. So, 58. God damn it. No, I think 6, 10, 14, 18, 22, 26, 30. Oh, God, no. Yeah, 58. And then round down. So, 58 points of damage just got drained out of you. 
and with that little crackling effect, you see, like, veins of your life energy jolt through the door and go out somewhere into the complex. You see Leo, like, recoil at this and, like, audibly give some, like, pain expression. And I will immediately lay on hands myself. You hear a slight rumble, like a really low-frequency hum, begin. This is not good. Definitely not. Is there something going on with the pyramid? No. Other than that hum, everything seems the same. Now that I know there's actually a magical trap there, can I try disabling it? You will need to identify it first, which is another perception check. What is that? I take it someone else can't just point it out to me. No. Other than this energy drain, no one's aware of anything happening. You don't notice any traps or anything, and any magics you detect, you assume, are part of the door functioning mechanisms. Following Leo's suit, because Strock thinks that he has much more knowledge in the ways of things in the world, I'm going to channel positive energy, the normal channel positive energy. And I'm going to just... Radius burst of it, huh? All right. So 23 healing to my allies. Yeah. Anyone who was damaged, hey. uh, go ahead and heal up a little bit. Between his lay on hands on the channel, did the emblem on the panel look like it did anything different or changed or altered? All of the panels kind of got that static charge to them. Not just the one that he had touched and channeled into directly. God, that looks dangerous now. <sighs> the answer then is negative energy. Any y'all got access to bad juju? Any one of you can now make a knowledge arcana or nature on these metal plates. All right. Leo, you identify this plate as being made of a sky metal known as abyssium. It is a sky metal that glows slightly. It's a bluish green substance and can be a source for energy. It can also, those who spend extended amounts of time near it, to grow ill and potentially even die unless proper precautions are taken. Abyssium functions similar to steel when used for weapons or armors, but those who carry or wear Abyssium arms or armors become sickened for as long as the gear is carried or worn. Likewise, those in the area with heavy concentrations of Abyssium become sickened for as long as they remain in that area. It is very similar to a poison effect. Weapons and armors made from Abyssium glow with an intensity equal to that of a candle, and Abyssium can be powered and alchemically distilled with other rare catalysts and chemicals to form a much more potent toxin. A pound of Abyssium is enough to make one dose of Abyssium powders, and then if this Abyssium powder is ingested, it takes about 10 minutes and then begins dealing con damage and nausea until the person is either cured of it or dies. Hey guys, this is what that does. How do we break it the right way? 
how do we break that? No one here is an arcane person like specialist, are they? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Doesn't seem that way. No wizards to fight the uh, evil wizard? Success. Perfect party formation. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to the society. Um, <laughs> As Sheila said at the beginning, you're the best of the best who were available. <laughs> we got to the front door, boss, and then we had to turn around. <laughs> it turns out it was locked. <laughs> we knocked and no one answered. <laughs> Hello? No. Okay. Going on. And we instantly woke him up and, you know, set him to healing and all that. So, does it seem like the Abyssum doesn't like healing? The crackling I'm describing is just a way of visualizing and describing how it's being affected with magics and whatnot, because it, in the description, says it is a source of power and reacts to magics and stuff like that. So, it's coloring the environment. I don't want to give you a red herring that bad. Hmm. Mainly wondering if I feel like if I put in a potent enough healing spell, would it break it? Break it. If it's a magical door and you break the magic, then are we permanently trapped here? Or does it become a normal door? That, or it could just be a wall. I wonder. That thing over there, do we think... Maybe it might match up with this somehow. Like, do we shove its face into the door and see what happens to it? Maybe it can turn it off or something. Maybe it's got a key. As I'm reading through the few paragraphs of this area, this door, other than the inscription in the traps and noting that it is locked, it does not give any clear indication to me of how you open this door. Wait, okay. seriously? The module doesn't tell you how to open the door. Hmm. It does, but it's assuming that you... Share <laughs> the ridiculousness it, with us. It's assuming what? It's assuming you have some sort of MacGuffin to open the door. Oh my god. That I don't know why it would assume. Mm. We've only been in one room. What MacGuffin? Exactly. Are they expecting that we will have chimes of opening or something like that? No. It expects that you have a Sahedrin brand or tattoo. Anyone with a Sahedrin can push on this thing and open it as if it were unlocked. That is the way to open this door that I am denoted. We're checking the corpse for that then. Yeah. Otherwise, the stone door is locked. I have hardness, HP, and a break DC. Let me guess, if we hit it with a melee weapon, it uh, attacks us back. Yes, the trigger for this trap is touch. It resets automatically, so every touch it triggers. Oh, thank you for today. We are soft locked. <laughs> it's really interesting. <laughs> That's one word for it. So does this guardian of the Sahedrin door have a Sahedrin mark? You know what? It's a magic door. You can either disable device those of you who are roguish and can disable magical traps can disable device and open this door that way. Or I will even say correct use like a DC 25. We'll say no, we'll go with the same break. DC DC 28 of a use magic device. will open this door as well. What if 
say he tries to disable while I try to... There you go. There, never mind. He is disabled. You have opened the door. Yay. <laughs> Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen. We have beaten the real final boss. Hey, got past A door. Awesome. We opened the front door. <laughs> to do that, you, you have to touch the door. Does a 21 hit your touch? Yes, unfortunately it does. Okay. It's a bitch of a door, right? Okay, so 49 points of damage to you as it drains away some of your life as you're touching this door to disable it. You have disabled it, which will also disable the trap. This will not happen again. Do you have a way to take care of that yourself? You notice that I'm assuming it manifests as, like, withered leaves and what have you drained on the vine. And he sees this, feels it, growls, and touches himself. Makes, oh my. like, claw incisions. Like, imagine, like, using a claw as an acupuncture needle in certain key points. And there's a faint glow as he does that, and he heals. A weird good touch. <laughs> entirely? Ah, roll it, because it's more than a take turn. Yes, entirely. Very nice. The door opens into a 15-foot hallway that extends to the northeast and northwest to create a hexagonal perimeter around some central structure. Great stone plates inlaid with this blue-green metals are built into the alternating walls, each massive plate inscribed with its own immense rune. Framing each rune is a trio of extra-planar figures cast in stone, each one's visage twisted in anger, agony, or despair. The only other visible door as you walk around this perimeter lies on the eastern side of this central structure. Each one of these massive metal plates is approximately five feet in diameter. Do you guys think these are the runes that are empowering Kroon? Also, how long were we at that door? My 20-foot aura only lasts 11 minutes. You were there at least five minutes. Okay. If you want to have been there longer, I'm fine with that. No. As you walk around this perimeter and view all these plates and read the runes. There's a rune of life, a rune of alacrity, a rune of defense, a rune of life, a rune of armor, a rune of control, and a rune of life. Our guardian friend mentioned alacrity specifically, so I think these are the runes empowering him. Hmm. And now which room are we seeing this in? Is this currently where we're actually located, or is that the central. No, it's the perimeter, I believe. So I imagine we need to break these or disable them like we disabled the door? Yeah. Looking at the rune of alacrity to start with, in particular, is there any indication that this is a thing that could be disabled as like a magical trap would be or similar? Give me a knowledge arcana. Untrained, so. Can you read Thessalonian? No. Okay. Yep, Knowledge Arcana. All right. Yeah, you can probably be dealt with somehow, but you're not quite sure. So now maybe we use his disable device to disable it and then my use magic to remove it? Do I have any indication of where to start disabling it is the thing. 
As you're contemplating that, the thought runs through your mind. If I were to try to disable a magical device that's an artifact, how would I go about doing that? Perhaps we could take their boons for ourselves, the benefits they provide, and make them our own. That sounds interesting. I'll go up to one and uh, just try to take it off the wall. Almost like one would a painting or some such. Which one? Let's go with alacrity specifically. All right. It appears to be very well attached to the wall. I will need a strength check. You can also, before doing this, you can attempt a knowledge arcana, religion, linguistics, or spellcraft. Religion. God, my rolls are... Strox is just going to watch on as Leo feels to him to be the the more knowledge of his religion. <laughs> like a, okay. a big god bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Strox, you don't know what's going on with these things nope. as you're watching on. Leo, you do definitely identify that this is the Rune of Alacrity. You could read it, but now you understand it. Okay. And you know that the effects the effects that would impede a creature's speed and mobility might be able to disrupt or potentially even destroy this room. So we need to hit them with their opposite. You also know that the way these magics are woven and whatnot, just removing it from the wall would not have done anything. Sure. I will share this revelation with my uh, allies. So we need to use movement, hurting stuff? Some sort of binding or some such. That's all the time we have for now. To learn more about the show, the cast, etc., head over to wayward-expeditions.com. <laughs>